Welcome back, everybody, to the Trade Show Minute on Rave Radio, the AV industry's largest podcast network. I'm Steph Beckett, live at ISE 2020 in Amsterdam. I'm joined right now with Gordon Dutch of BBG Business Development. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Stephanie. How, so tell me a little bit about uh, your company. Yeah, so uh, I've been in the AV industry for around 30 years. I uh, previously had a business called BBG Distribution Limited. Uh, we started off back in the day in car audio, so we were heavily involved in custom car. We then moved into home audio, and then about 10 years ago, I sold that business to Peerless and became uh, one of the management team at Peerless with responsibility for running uh, their European business. Been pretty successful, obviously, <laughs> yeah. as hopefully people have seen. And uh, a couple of years ago, uh, I decided to to step away. Uh, I wanted to spend a little bit more time uh, on some of the other projects. Uh, so Peerless were good enough to give me that space and uh, also allowed me to keep the BBG name. So yes. hence BBG <laughs> Business Development. Yeah. Awesome. And it looks like you've maintained a good relationship with them as well because you are you're at their stand this year, right? Correct. Yeah. So uh, we've had a great relationship. It's been uh, really satisfying on both sides. Uh, a lot of my team had been with me 15, 20, even 25 years. Yeah. Uh, and Peerless uh, bought the whole business. I stayed on for a, a agreed amount of time and uh, we've done a, a great job together um, of building a, a strong American brand now, a, right. a global brand. And that yes. was really my role in the business. So with BBG, um, is it mainly consulting that you're looking to do for other companies? Yeah, so I'm fairly open to it. Um, from my point of view, it would be great. My background is in audio, so I would love to take an audio brand that's strong domestically in the US uh, and help them you know, really come into Europe and understand uh, some of the pitfalls. They don't get any easier with Brexit, obviously, uh, uh, around the corner. Finally, yeah. we have an agreement to uh, to leave, but actually there's still a lot of work to be done on that side. So really assisting anyone who's looking for anything from uh, straightforward consulting in the back office, um, helping them understand the differences between different uh, cultures and languages. Obviously, Europe is a pretty complicated business, right. uh, but, you know, separated by lots of different languages. And yes. cultures. So uh, hopefully I can be of use to uh, brands looking to come in and help guide them. Yeah. Yeah. So brands looking mostly to come in from America to European markets. Yeah, that's really my background. So my previous business in BBG distribution, uh, we distributed exclusively for a number of really strong American brands. They're still going today. Yeah. Uh, and when we sold to Peerless, we took Peerless obviously from a brand that was very well known in the US, but now I would like to feel certainly very well known in EMEA and uh, quite a legendary party, of course, if anyone's yes. ever been to our uh, evening event. Yeah. So what have those conversations looked like here at ISE so far? Yeah, so they have followed the trend. I was uh, lucky enough that they put the press release out and it hit the wire a couple of days before the show, mm -hmm. of course. That was inundated by lots of other mergers and yeah. uh, other stories regarding the uh, virus and stuff. But right. uh, I had around 40 emails, which was very nice. And some of them, some sizable companies that yeah. are interested uh, in me helping them. So hopefully those conversations will continue and it will give me an opportunity to work more. I really enjoy working in the States. Uh, I've spent a lot of time there. I think I've done over 300 transatlantic flights in my 30 years. So <laughs> got a few air miles quite on a the few, clock. Yes. <laughs> so what is it exactly that helps a business go from being primarily American to expanding into Europe and beyond? Yeah, so really it's all about the planning. You know, it really needs to start at board level to have a clear vision of what a global business looks like. Uh, there are a lot of small 
issues that can stop you coming in. Um, not least, uh, we run on 220, 240 volt over here in Europe, yeah. uh, and obviously 110 over in uh, in the US. So yep. <laughs> clearly you need a switchable power supply, but mm -hmm. things like that also have to see approve. Uh, so you can cut corners and just little things can create big obstacles. So it's taking that business and, and taking them through what that journey looks like, um, the different languages, what's strong, the different markets. Every market in Europe has strengths and weaknesses, uh, understanding how certain markets might be more direct um, you know, to, to, to the integrators. Uh, other ones are, are really clearly strong distribution models and that changes right the way across Europe. Awesome, and you said that you have to have like a very clear idea of what a global business looks like. What does one look like to you? So for me, it's very important to have a nice clean channel. Uh, the most important th thing for me, I think for a business is strong products. Yeah. Uh, and then that ideally they have some unique selling features yeah. uh, and then you can deliver those features globally. I think more and more end users are looking for solutions that are global. So where you have large domestic businesses very strong, um, you know, a lot of the companies they deal with are now saying, hey, actually, we want a solution that we can provide across the world for us. And that's why we're seeing so many acquisitions and mergers, obviously, in the uh, installation and uh, integrator market, because I think that's becoming more important. Do you find that European and American customer bases are looking for generally the same thing in products? Uh, it definitely varies, and it varies by country. Um, for example, you know, the UK and Germany tend to be quite early adopters, and therefore, in fact, because of the volumes involved, the US actually sometimes can be a couple of years behind them, um, because obviously the volumes in the US are huge, so it takes a little bit of time to change. So I think a lot of American brands can really get a really good idea on product management and product development by having a UK and or a European operation. It gives them a great chance to see what's happening in the market, um, build the product and have it ready for the, the volumes that America can deliver. Yeah. Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on or any question you feel like I didn't ask you yet? No, not at all, Steph. It's all been right. a real pleasure. Yeah, it's and, been a pleasure uh, talking to you too. Anyone can get hold of me on my business. It's uh, gjd uh, at bbgbizdev.com uh, and uh, have a look at my website. So yeah. if they're interested, yeah. feel free to get in and contact. And if they're here at ISE looking for you, they can find you probably around the Peerless Beef, right? Well, yeah. Probably not too early tomorrow morning after our party tonight. Okay. <laughs> so look for him in the afternoon tomorrow, you guys. <laughs> Great. Well, it was okay. so nice having you on the show. Thank you for coming. Um, this was the Trade Show Minute. Uh, once again, I'm Steph Beckett, and this is Gordon Dutch from BBG Business Development. Um, if you're looking for more information about our coverage or everything that we're doing at ISE, please visit ravepubs.com slash ISE 2020. Thanks for listening.